On this episode of the BrodeoKids.com podcast, we talk to Brady Popino, who is a professional steer roper. So we talk a little bit about the rodeo road and the struggles he's went through and what he does to face those struggles. So it's a really, really good conversation. If you want to talk a little bit about how you grew up and where you're from and your parents are because they have been in the rodeo industry. So if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I can do that. Well, I'm from northeastern Oklahoma little town called Big Cabin. I was raised there my whole life, grew up there. Uh, my dad was a steer wrestler for a long time and until his body got to where he couldn't take it and started uh, roping steers. And then my mom, which has been a professional bow racer for several years and made the national finals several times, uh, I just kind of grew up around it and roped Kaz and Bulldog and team roped all through college and and the amateur rodeos and the circuit rodeos and then just had some success in the steer open and kind of ventured off into that and stuck, or not stuck, but stayed there. It's a lot easier to stay with something that you had success at. So yeah, so why don't you talk about your rookie year and making it to, you were the resist all rookie of the year for the steer open. So why don't you talk about that and how you got that process done and how the challenges you faced that first year. Oh, it's always uh, challenging the first year. You're kind of stepping off into uh, something, you know, the unknown per se. And it's a big leap of faith and just knowing you set your, your goals on something and you want to reach them. And there's always going to be obstacles in the way, whether it's the, the process itself or whether it's keeping your confidence up or whether it's horsepower or money or whatever else head games that you play with yourself it's usually not so many other people you know playing with your head as much as it is you fighting your own and figuring out how to just work through all that uh, the rookie year you know is tough for me but we worked through it and, and had some success there and they started it all i learned a lot from that year i learned a lot as a permit roper going into my rookie year and then you get in the truck and you rodeo with some guys that's already been there and done that you pick up secrets from them and and learn a lot of things and every year you know you rodeo you just learn more on how to do it how to control your emotions and how to keep your head on straight yeah definitely so for those people that are listening to this or wanting to go to college and college rodeo, talk about how that process worked, where you went to college, and why you chose that college. Well, I went to college uh, for two years at uh, Western Oklahoma State University, uh, down at Wussy College, I guess not university, in Altus, Oklahoma. I went there for two years. Guy Smith, which recruited me as a senior to uh, on a rodeo scholarship, I went down. I liked the facilities. Uh, got along with Guy good. He was a great coach, and had a few opportunities to go elsewhere. But the money was right down there for me, and you know, rodeos blessed me tremendously. Uh, God gave me the ability to to perform in the arena, and I've worked hard at at trying to fulfill that, and it allowed me to have you know, to go to school for nothing. I paid for my schooling with a rope and it was just a blessing from God and then moved on and went to uh, Swasu, Southwestern Oklahoma State University there in Weatherford for two years uh, with Coach Mike Wisniewski and was another awesome coach. I was sure lucky and blessed to have two good guys 
in and throughout my college career that helped me with, you know, uh, building a strong mental base and and uh, just moving on. Once you get to college, you kind of already know the basics and the fundamentals of what your job is. You just have them there to, to help you and push you. So... Yeah, definitely. So what did you go to college for? What's your degree in and why did you choose that degree? Uh, well, I switched it two or three times through there because I never knew what I wanted. I started out as an ag business major and then I switched it to just a straight uh, business major. And then I think I went to uh, marketing. Uh, and that all happened kind of in the first two years. And... I uh, went to Weatherford and was still kind of in the marketing deal and decided I wanted to go home. That was the, uh, my last year was the first year I rodeoed really hard. I was trying to make the finals and decided I wanted to go home where I could practice my event and took online classes. And it was tough because I had to be disciplined to to get on the computer or go to the ITV room and, and watch the classes and keep my grades up. Well, I did college rodeo as well as professional rodeo, uh, you know, and just juggle it around. But And then I finally switched it to, I think my degree is actually in business management in the end because I had to switch to that to take the ITV classes. So. Yeah, definitely. So talk about, you've made the steer rope and finals now three times. So talk about each of those three times and the preparation it took and the wins that you had going into the steer rope and finals those three times. Man, the preparation going into that, it's it becomes a job. You know, you work your whole life to get to the spot where you're confident and competing against the best in the world and putting, you know, your horses are spending a lot of money on horses and training horses and your entry fees and running up and down the road chasing a dream of a gold buckle and, and turning it into a reality. Um, there's a lot of time invested in the practice. Bin. It's not a play game. You know, if you want to be good at it, you got to take it serious. And when we get out there, you know, it's it's fun, but it's still a job. And you've got to treat it like that if you want it to, to be successful in the, the deal. And then, you know, you, the season's over September, the end of September, and you kind of have a full month there. The Serial Open Finals is set apart from the National Finals, all part of the same association. But we have it there in Kansas, and it's the first weekend in November generally. So you get four to six weeks, depending on when you go home from the, the season or from the year, to get ready. And we spend a lot of time in the practice pen getting ready. And it's, I wouldn't say it's grueling because I love it, but it's a lot of work. And a lot of people sacrifice to make it happen, not just me. And it just every year, you know, I've learned something the previous year and I try to work on something a little bit different than I think it'll help me the following, you know, going into that finals and it so far it's paid off every year. I've, I've done a little bit better and won just a little bit more and we're just going to keep working at till we get the gold buckle. And so out of all your wins and qualifications in your career, what's the biggest career highlight in your mind that you've had so far? I would say winning Cheyenne Frontier Days last year. Well, uh, 
man, I don't know. It was either that's probably the biggest career win as far as a single rodeo one that meant more to me than a lot. But winning around at the national finals this definitely stands out in your mind too. Yeah, so talk about the Cheyenne Frontier Days and your win there and how that went for you because that's definitely a unique rodeo. That one is a unique rodeo. We let them out. The score is longer than it is anywhere else. You grow fresh cattle in the first round. It's kind of tricky. It's a really narrow pin, and the event I do, you need quite a bit of room on the left-hand side to be able to, to turn off and and uh, sled them across there to keep them down where there you pretty much don't have that and you've got to adapt to the situation depending on where that steer goes and we've all got our theories on how to make things happen the right way but truth be told it's just kind of the shot in the dark as to whether it works out for you it's kind of a luck game but at the same time you've got to kind of look at the situation and, and be ahead of, of your run with no left and, and set it up to, to give yourself the best go for you and your horse. Uh, it's definitely unique, and you come back in the short round, you're a professional again. So you start with a fresh one, then you come back and you run one that's been run that may run all over the pen. Then you come back in the short round, and you got to run a fresh one again. So it's kind of you you work from completely the both ends of the spectrum there. So talk about the horse that you rode at Cheyenne, because if I'm not mistaken, didn't you guys raise that horse? Uh, yes, we did. We raised, uh, we got that horse when he was two years old, and he's actually a full brother to the horse that my mom made the national finals on the first two times. Uh, we got those, uh, just a trading deal and never dreamed that we'd have, you know, just probably going to trade them off and hopefully make a little money or get our money back in them. And they turned out to be by far the two nicest horses we've ever had. And between the two of us, me and my mom, went to four national finals on them kind of a cool story there and awesome horses and just really their bloodlines nobody really knew much about and they just it was just a blessing yeah definitely that's a pretty cool story how are those horses bred uh that's, man oklahoma star and doc bar which i mean everybody's kind of heard the doc bar and be real honest with you i couldn't tell you much else on the papers that's funny my mom had an oklahoma star horse that she took to the high school finals that's that's pretty funny right yeah they're pretty good horses that's awesome so good luck yes yeah so talk about the mental game on the road and what you do to stay mentally sharp do you read any books do you watch any movies anything like that to keep you mentally focused Man, I've got a lot of those podcasts, those motivational podcasts I listen to. Uh, I've downloaded a lot of YouTube videos and watched those. A lot of, I got Amazon Music on there. I've got motivational channels on Pandora. When I'm by myself, I listen to that stuff. If I'm getting down, I listen to that stuff. I can, I've learned to build myself back up and realize that, you know, the world doesn't revolve around uh, rodeo. And rodeo is what I do. It's not who I am. I'm just, I'm trying to be a good Christian person. God bless me with the gift to be able to rope on a competitive level like I do. And I believe, you know, I need to let him shine through me as a cowboy. That was my calling. And that's, I believe, why he gave me the gift of that, to, to spread the word. And he helps me, man. I pray a lot. 
I keep him first. Uh, that's if you keep your eye focused on him and don't don't stray off, in which we all do. It's easy to get off, uh, but you always go back to him. I do read books. Uh, uh, Mind Gym is probably one of my favorites. I've read it several different times, and. You know, it's a great motivational book. The Bible is also a motivational book. You read stories inside that thing, and it's not the same type of motivational stuff, but you see so many people go through such hard times and and rough things that we just, if you think about it in perspective, rodeo, yeah, sometimes we get down, we feel like it's the end of the world, when in reality it's just a thing. It could be way worse. And just the fact that, that you're out there, and being able to do it on a competitive level like that, you should be grateful whether you miss or you or you win first and win a million dollars. It doesn't matter on that deal. And I've learned that from several different ones. Trevor Brazil told me a long time ago, the secret to success in the rodeo arena is short-term memory. And that is dang sure. When you ride out of that arena you should be the same person you was when you rode into it. That's awesome advice. So what hardships have you found while being on the rodeo road? What's the biggest thing that you've faced? Uh, hardships, man, I don't know. I don't. I try to forget all those. Keep your horses sound. Um, thankfully, I've not had problems with that. You know, I pray over my horses. And I believe God keeps him safe just like he keeps me safe on the road. But, man, financially it's tough. I just try to, to keep myself away from those. You're always going to have hardships, whether it's can't, can't find a trade, whether you're running low on money, whether you're fighting your head. There's always going to be something there, you know, to try to make it harder on yourself. But if you just put it aside and just don't worry about it and have faith in you and, and God, everything will work out. How do you keep your horses sound on the road and take care of those horses? Because it is a hard, grueling thing to do on a horse. Um, yeah, it's not so much, you know, the mi- or the runs that you put on them as much as it is the miles. I try not to drive anywhere I don't have to drive. I try to keep the miles down on my horse. If I can build them a big pin and let them move around and relax and, you know, where they're not tied up, I do that. I keep a hot water fence with me. If I can build an acre lot, I'll build an acre lot. Uh, I use the ceramic uh, technology wraps and blankets from Professional's Choice. I think they're a great, great, great um, product. I've had good luck with them on my horses as well as myself, reducing the soreness in them. You know, uh, keep them legged up and keep them exercised. That's a big deal right there. Other than that, that's pretty much all I do. So, what are your plans for this year? Are you going to try and make the finals again, or what are your exact plans? Yep, I'm going to rodeo again. Uh, probably not going to rodeo quite as hard as I am. I'm just going to rodeo smarter. Win more when I go is the plan. Win more at the big ones and have a chance to win the world. My goal is to win the world this year or next year. Make sure within the next three years, and then I'll probably rein it back in and 
I want to thank Brady for being on the podcast. It was a great conversation. We also want to thank Performance Pony Company for sponsoring this podcast. And also make sure you go to rodeokids.com and you can check out all of the companies, such as Performance Pony Company. Uh, it's just a great website, and it's building the future of rodeo. Mm-hmm.